Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. My name is Mark DeVries. I am joined here by not Miles. Hi, I'm Jackie. I am joined uh, by Jackie, who Hello. is um, also known as not Miles, but no. usually goes as Jackie. Yeah, I'm sorry. Nobody wants to be defined by yeah. something they're not. Yeah. That's right. I will never be Miles. Wow. I've never been Miles. Well, we're all very lucky. But I do what they can't do. I just do me. Is that a phrase? Is that a thing? It's a it's a line from... Uh, um, I'm doing me. Let Me Blow Your Mind by Eve and Gwen Stefani. Ah, yes. From the 90s or early 2000s. Forgot how much I loved that song. Wait, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Let me blow your mind. I'm trying to if remember. I had to give you my... Ah. It's only been a year. I know what it is, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a fun kind of slow, slinking around kind of song. To go out of you know how sometimes you need music to slink to. We're a podcast. <laughs> Mark slinks a lot. I Mark slink. is a slinky. I'm a slinky. I'm a slinky guy. I'm like Nightcrawler from X Men. We're a you, podcast that used to talk about JoJo's bizarre adventure, the anime. We don't do that anymore, not because we don't love JoJo, but because it's not on TV. And if it's not on the TV, how are we going to talk about it? We need new content. You can find all of our old episodes at anchor.fm slash jjbpod if you want to hear us talk about every JoJo TV episode and direct to home OVA. Uh, we're eagerly awaiting the next Rohan OVA, which I think is out next month in March. Miles couldn't be here this week. He's out running or something, running straight up the highway. I don't know what he does, really. We don't keep in touch. Uh, He's running into the portal... Uh, off, on off. the NJ Turnpike, yes, which we were on yesterday. We saw a lot of great scenery coming back from Pennsylvania. Things like uh, other cars, some trees, road signs. I wasn't looking. There was that chemical plant up near Elizabeth. I was looking at my phone. This week, we're going to be talking about the anime adaptation of Your Lie in April, uh, a manga series that ran from 2011 to 2015, and this anime came out in 2014. We only watched the first four episodes, We watched though. episodes one through four. So we didn't cry yet. So we hate it. Um, <laughs> that's usually that's usually like the running theme, right? Is that we're right, like, we right. only saw the beginning, so it's stupid. Yeah, and then all the listeners write in, it's like, you don't understand, it gets so much better, you have to watch the whole thing. Although we watched Parasite, and like for the first half, it was like, this is good. And then the, like the back half, we were like, eh, okay, let's yeah. move along. Um, although I, I don't, I don't regret watching Parasite. I like Parasite. I regret listening to the opening theme so much. Um, Your Lie in April, by the way, is known in Japan as Shigatsu wa Kimi no Uso, which my shit translation means April is your lie. Oh. So I think this should be called like Your Lie is April. No. That's what it should be because Your Lie in April. I, that feels Mark, like a bad translation. You don't know Japanese. I, I know enough to know. I know the word uso. That's it. Kimi is a formal way of saying you. Uh. Shigatsu is four month. I can even look at the kanji. It's got four mm. and it's got moon, meaning month. Okay, I know that. Yeah. Shigatsu wa Kimi no uso. April is your lie or your lie is April. Yeah. My love is your love and your love is my love. April is your lie. Yeah. I think it's translated in some countries as you're a goddamn liar. <laughs> Why are you such a goddamn lying motherfucker? Um, and it's also, uh, we chose it in part because we were looking for a romantic anime and realized that uh, 
what the fuck? Google Translate. Okay, at first it, it translated it as your lie in April, but then it did change it to April is your lie. Okay. We were looking for something romantic uh, because... It's Valentine's month. It's Valentine's-ish time, and it's also Jackie and I uh, anniversary time. Yay! Jackie and I have been together for four whole years. No, 15. We've oh, been together for 15. 15 years. That's the number. That's more than some of you have been alive that's I, longer. I hope that's not true. That's longer than some of you have been. There's definitely fifteen year olds in, on this in my pod. heart. I know that's true, but <laughs> but don't don't do it. Um, anyway, anyway, I think we're gonna keep doing it. Young love. We're gonna we're young gonna, love. Am I right? We're gonna keep being together. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. This story is not much like our. But I'm jumping. I'm jumping the gun. By the way, I want to say thank you to everyone who is supporting us on Patreon, which you can do as well by going to patreon.com slash jjb pod and i want to say thank you thank you to chad christian kevin martin michael and tyler chad christian kevin michael tyler did i get them and all martin and martin oh, martin 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 um <laughs> really helps us out you can kick in even as little as a dollar and we love you three dollars if you just want us to love you more and you can do a one-time twenty dollar thing if you want us to watch a specific anime we'll do it but we're watching your life because uh a few people just recommended it way back when and it is romantic so we watched it it even had a, it was very popular it had a live action movie come out uh september 2016 uh, it ran for 22 episodes and was produced by the same company that did fairy tale and a bunch of other anime that i i am not familiar with I don't know what that is. Outside of this podcast, we don't really watch anime anymore. Um, before we get into the episodes um, and our feelings on Your Lie in April, or Your Lie is April, uh, we have to check in. We have to take uh, we have to take the pulse of the people on the streets. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we got to stop in and talk to the common man and say. What give the th- people what they want. That's right. We give the people a voice and we say, what do, what do you think of our podcast? Mark, you have to read this first one because it's in another language and you like trying oh, to pronounce man. things. Well, you got to read it. I wish Miles was here. It's all Germany shit. No, there looks like Arabic as well at the bottom. There is Arabic there. I can't read that. That's going to be bad. I'll try I will, it. I will. Tr- well, you can try then. <laughs> we'll try it. I think because I'm guessing the writer wants us to sound bad. But we don't know what any of this means. I what know. are you making us say? Yeah, wait evil a minute. person. I don't want to say anything fucked up. Hang on, I have Google Translate open still. Okay, translate oh, it first. Oh shit, it's Arabic. It's highlighting right to left on my computer. That's awesome. Aha, I am very smart and I understand how Aramaic languages work. He said, buying time to paste the Arabic into a different browser and selecting detect language. Ah. We'll make Miles listen to this. Okay, well, this and correct us. This writer whatever. is not trying to make us say anything perverted or horrible, so it's all good. Cool. Uh, this email is called "Keine Mitleid für die Mehrheit," and it's from Abdul. Abdul is someone who's written to us uh, in the past from Germany, I believe. Friend of the pod. And I guess they just had to jump in because they knew that uh, I suck at German. But it's fine. I never took it. Who cares? Uh, it's your boy, Abdul, writing again to correct your shitty German. No offense. No sympathy. O- offense taken. No sympathy for the majority means keine Mitleid, keine Mitleid für die Mehrheit in German. 
Also, these episodes with random anime and stuff are super fun. Keep on doing what you're doing. Tschüss. P.S. Oh, no. Jedes... Oh, what? Jedes Mal wirk... Woof. <laughs> Woof. Jedes Mal, wenn ich meine Augen zumach... Zumachi? I don't know how you say those letters. Zumache. Wasche... How do you guys do CH in German? Wache ich voll horny, ich voll geil auf. Which I believe is like... When I wake up, I feel so horny. Every time I close my eyes, I wake up feeling so horny. I'm guessing that's what that is. But listeners, write in if you can tell me how to pronounce C-H-E in German. <laughs> I really don't know. P-P-S. Oh, no. We, we can't do this. I, I think that first word is just... I would just pronounce it like K-L. Spanish. I would just pronounce all of this like Spanish. Should I just make Google do it? Okay. Klimara basaker fiha ayuni Okay, so number one, does this mean every time I close my eyes, I wake up feeling so horny? And two, is the word for horny mamhon? <laughs> mamhon. Because it seems like the, is it the ma- horny. Mamhon. I want to know what that means because it seems like the horniest word. Just saying. Oh, the Google Translate changes a little bit. But their English translation is verbatim as follows. Every time my eyes get drunk with a current sense, I wipe out a lot. I love it. Love it. I have to love say, I, I feel... My eyes get drunk all the time. They fucking party. <laughs> I wipe out a lot. Um, I, I relate to that. Woo. But I do I do want to say, Abdul, I appreciate getting... <laughs> I feel like wipe out means like masturbate. <laughs> no, wipe out is like you fucking fall on your face. Mm-hmm, it's a mm-hmm. surfing term. Um, right, but I mean, in this... in this some One of these things means horny, Mark. Mm, oh, Yeah. I like when your eyes oh, are drunk. Yeah. Um, here's here's the thing, Abdul. I appreciate input from someone who actually speaks the language. Yes. And I also love that you wrote no sympathy for the majority means X, Y, and Z. Um because it's like English means something in German. You know what I mean? It's not like everything often I see other languages as like, what does that mean in English? Like but in- English is not like the the main hub that everything is translated into. I don't know, whatever. But the thing is, if you look up KMFDM right now, which is an industrial German band um, from Hamburg, if you look them up right now, you can see that it's originally titled Kein Mehrheit für die Mitleid, which is backwards. And maybe they were making a pun or something, but I, I was just reading what I saw. So either you're fucking with me further, or you're wrong, or... You're saying it correctly, and this band was making a joke. But something's up, and I did my research, and I'm sorry I was still wrong. Anyway, this is jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. If you want to write to us and tell us how bad we are at languages, I'm sure that Arabic was terrible, um, uh, but I I can offer you nothing better. I did no research. Uh, Shukran. There. There's Arabic, I know. Do you want to take the next one? Yes. This email is from Talia. It is too long. We'll see how far we get. (laughs) I wanted to send this email before, but I was, oh, no, never mind. I'm not going to read that. (laughs) Not reading that. Um, He was feeling sick. Talia was feeling sick. Um, My Hero Academia is awesome. It's all upside it's all the upsides to superhero comics with very little of the downsides for various reasons. I think it's better than a lot of American superhero comics. The mangaka Hori, 
Horikoshi is a fan of Hellboy, and there's a character that appears super late in the manga that'll make you go, oh, I totally see the Hellboy influence. Anyway, my hero is insanely well-written. Any questions you have about the world or characters or whatever will get answered if you keep watching. Um, something that I like a lot is All Might. His power set is heavily influenced by the original version of Superman and holds a similar place in hero society. Blah, 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 blah. You wrote too much. Postscript. Um... I'm still getting over f food poisoning, so sorry if this email reads like nonsense. Nonsense post postscript. I don't remember if the show if it's shown in the early episodes, but I love how the show's Deku Deku's how the show Deku's how they show Deku's mom in the past where she's thin and then she's a chubby in the present. I love it because I feel like that happens a lot to moms where they end up gaining weight after years of being a mother. Post, post, postscript. Every time I close my eyes, I pray my insides don't go on the outside. Yeah. Being yeah. sick sucks. Don't be sick. Well, thank you for writing in even though you were sick. Yeah. You shouldn't have done that. You should take yeah, care you of yourself. you should just sleep and like You know, drink sitting water. in front of a computer and writing, like that's... That's a lot. You should lay down. Sitting sitting in front of a computer helps me, though, because I get something to focus on. My brain is sort of like, never mind all that. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's not just moms. It's just anybody who, when they hit a certain age, when mm -hmm. they hit their 30s, their 40s, you their 50s. mom bods and dad bods. Your metabolism slows down. It's just, it's just natural. It's just how it is. But that is a nice detail that they threw that in there. I noticed that, that yeah, often um, cartoons like... I guess cartoons specifically will show something in the past that doesn't look like it was actually from the past. Like they don't do the detail to young, youngin or olden things. Or I always hated in cartoons when they imagine a scenario, like a kid imagines going to the doctor and how bad it is, but they imagine the doctor's room exactly how it turns out. Yeah. When they go there later in the episode. Whereas in real life, I picture a doctor's office with fucking three doors and four chairs. And then I go there and it's, it's a roller coaster, and the doctor has to do surgery on my face while we're in a roller coaster. Yeah. So it's better. I think I've said this before on the podcast. Um, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you had to hear it multiple times, but you know what? It's all I got. I'm out of stories. This next email is from Chad, and it is called JoJo's Visual Literary Adaptation. Aloha, JJB Pod Crew. I recently decided to take advantage of my state library system and requested every single book from manga artist Junji Ito that I don't remember ever reading. This is, of course, in preparation Ooh. for the new anime adaptation of Uzumaki coming to Adult Swim. As it turns out, one of the titles I checked out, No Longer Human, is not a Junji Ito original story, but a graphic novel adaptation of a Japanese novel. Fair warning if you decide to check it out for yourselves, as it's definitely for mature audiences and deals with some very psychologically dark and disturbing material. Sounds cool. What is a famous literary work that you'd like to see get adapted into a graphic novel in the Jojo art style by one Hirohiko Araki? Alice in Wonderland. Mahalo, Chad. P.S. Every time I close my eyes, I wish the Crunchyroll would just help make the Rohan OVAs available on their service already. We should all just make our own Jojo. Well, I would love to see The Haunting of Hill House uh, oh. in graphic novel oh, that'd be cool. format. If you don't know The Haunting of Hill House, uh, they, they recently made like a Netflix show out of it, but it's a very loose adaptation. Uh, it's a book from the 50s or 60s by Shirley Jackson, um, and just fantastic horror without any need for you know, blood and guts and stuff. Um, it's very just sort of psychological. And um, yeah, I remember it really pulled me in when I read it as a kid. It's very spooky. And uh, 
It's, it's just well written more than it is uh, anything else. My choice is Alice in Wonderland. One, because I'm an Alice in Wonderland nerd. And I think knowing Araki, he would like, he would probably read the whole fucking thing, take notes, like study like the biology of caterpillars and make it really weird and really informational and like good. And also like also probably add weird things. That I was going to say sense. probably fuck it up a bit. Well, he'd probably fuck it up a bit, but in a good way, in, in his in the way that he does, <laughs> which I'm OK with. Yeah, but I would like to see that. I might like to see some se- some scenes from uh, Ender's Game on uh, in the JoJo style. I think some of the the freeze tag scenes, whatever it is in that simulation room. Um, yeah, it's a cool idea. But mostly, I like the idea of seeing a graphic novel of the haunting of Hill House. Do you want to take the next one? Sure. This next one is from Colton. Uh, the subject line is M-H-A. Hey, JJB Pod. First time writing hey. in. I've been listening for about six months and enjoy it very much. Being the only podcast I listen to, wow, um, even the episodes for shows I haven't watched, I eagerly wait for new content weekly. I make my short commute to Chicago. It makes my short commute to Chicago more entertaining. I enjoyed your My Hero Academia episode, and I'm glad you enjoyed the show. I definitely would not mind, and I presume some listeners might agree, that if you decide to continue watching, you won't be disappointed. Uh, If you don't, no big deal. I'll still be listening. I don't have many suggestions. However, I am currently watching Initial D. It's about street racing, specifically drifting down different roads around Japan. I don't know if you three would enjoy it. However, that is my main go-to right now. Keep doing what you're doing, and thanks for the content. Colton, P.S. To answer someone's question from last week, I think Yukako would fit in well within the My Hero Academia universe. I agree. Um, I feel her abilities are similar to some of the quirks featured in the show, and her personality would be fun to watch alongside the bright cast of characters at UA. Can't come up with a good with a question for the pod or a clever horny one-liner, so just enjoy the rest of your week. Sent from my iPhone. What a wholesome way to end that email. What a nice Thanks. thing. Thanks. Thanks, Colton, and thanks, thanks for the kind words. Thanks for writing in. Thanks for listening to us as your only podcast. That's right. Don't listen to anything else because they, an- they might take up uh, time in your queue, and, and that's for us. What an honor. Um, initially, I'm definitely down to watch for a few reasons. Uh, one is that it's a, a classic anime that a lot of people it's classic? reference. I would say so, yeah. Mm. It's been going a long time in like different series. Well, what does the D stand for? Uh, drive, maybe? Mm. Drift? Maybe mm. drift. Mm. Okay. Um, but Good. more importantly, the soundtrack, uh, I've already heard a lot of. It's all uh, the genre called Eurobeat, uh, which is just super hype, uh, Italian, heavy thump, sort of disco, electronic almost. Um, it got it got um, absorbed largely by Japan and and kind of defines a lot of what you might think of as J-pop. Um, some DDR songs feature that kind of style. Um, the big song from Initial D is "Running in the '90s." It's like mm. all the songs, like the chorus is like some vocal thing that doesn't quite make sense because it's like Italians that don't speak English perfectly. And there's like a weird like keyboard synthy like and then the the whole verse is stuff that, again, makes no sense in English, but the background music is just... And so it is uh, pretty perfect for driving um, because you could do 
you know, crazy ass drifts like I do. Obviously, I'm very good at driving. Uh, but then you can also drive and think about the burning love you have for someone on the other side of the bridge. And then you get pulled over by the cops because you were enjoying Eurobeat too much. Mm. True story. Mm. I wasn't thinking about my love, though. I think I was just enjoying the feeling of driving. Me? Me? No, I don't. I'm sorry, Jackie. I was not thinking about you while listening to uh, Flash in the Night Aww. from DDR Max. You know, I always think of you when I listen to that song. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's like your theme song. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I listen to that song a lot. Um, and listen, it was the last song uh, on DDR Max that I needed to get a double A on to have double A's on all of DDR Max. And I did it at this one arcade that had it. And then the next day they removed the cabinet. When I started dating Mark, he used to go to D- he used to play DDR all the time at oh, a yeah. local arcade, and I used to just watch him play. That's yeah. what I used to do. D- I used to be like, I'm gonna go watch my boyfriend play DDR. I'm gonna watch my boyfriend uh, fucking triple A this DDR thing. I DDR. I triple A one song. I'm not that good. Don't oversell me. You were good. You were also having a lot of helium back then. It sounds Hello. like <laughs> your voice did not change Hello, that much from being a little girl. 15 or 16. Whoa, 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 whoa. You were 16? you were. So 16, 17 when we were dating. I, I. We, we're a year apart. It's we fine. are a year apart. I think I was 16, you were 17. Cool. And then you turned 18 and it was bad. No, it's still legal if there's like a certain. I know. Oh. And then I turned 17 and then it was fine. It was fine again. <laughs> there was a moment where it was really scary. <laughs> Any one of us could have been thrown in jail. Uh, again, thanks for writing. Uh, you can write to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com if you want to hear us uh, reminisce and uh, say uh, other uh, non sequiturs into a microphone. We'll do it if you email us. You can also, by the way, follow us on Twitter if you go to twitter.com slash jjbpod. You can follow us there where sometimes we'll talk about the episodes, but sometimes we don't do that. Mm-hmm. We need more Jojo shit. When Jojo shit is out, I'm like, this is good for the Twitter. But otherwise, I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I don't have a ton of anime thoughts. Um, anime. We are back. Hi. Are we done our, with the emails? Our long break. We are done with Correspondence Corner. Uh, or the, the Correspondence Concert. Uh, email ovation. And um, speak out symphony. I don't know. All right. So listeners. Um I don't know. We watched four episodes. We did. We watched episodes one, two, three, and four. Don't worry. We didn't jump around. The first four. Um, the show. If you haven't seen this show, it's uh, if you like music, if you like romance, if you're a boy, uh, if you have a lot of boy feelings. Boy feelings. For girls. Boy feelings for girls. This this sh- this show wasn't for me, you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, listen, but, I I like what I've seen, but I am also someone who hates everything. So don't don't be surprised. <laughs> you if I'm don't not just hate gonna, everything. I'm not just gonna get on here and be like, guys, all my feelings. So, but I have a lot of feelings. But I like it. But I also like realistic characters, and so far the women. I I've realistic. I've heard a preview as to, as to why you don't <laughs> like this, but we'll, we'll go into it. We'll, we'll go, go into it. Um, so this uh, it's show... It's It's very well animated. It looks very good. It looks great. The music's very good. The music's great. So I think aesthetically it's doing it's doing a great job. I like watching cute girls play violin in anime form as well. Well, then what else... I've learned. What else do you need? Um, it's about basically uh, this kid. It's they're, they're 
They're 14, 14 years old. Which is bullshit. Yeah. No one feels this deeply or is this self-aware or... Um, I had a lot... You know what? I had a lot of 14-year-old feelings. I think it's believable. I think these feelings are believable. No. I remember being 14. It wasn't like this. <laughs> I think when you're in love when you're 14, you're like, but Why? <laughs> But why not? This is also a different class of 14-year-olds. Like, these are people that are, like, good at something <laughs> at a young age. Like, you, you need to, like, I think you mature quickly I mean, when you are, like, with I adults. I pretty and, good like, at Unreal at Tournament to, uh, Unreal uh-huh. Tournament 1999. I pretty much, ha- I was never good at anything until, like, 23 years old. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think. I, Whenever I became a programmer. <laughs> So we should get into that too, but it's about a kid who is a like uh, piano genius. He's like a young virtuoso or wunderkind. That, or he was. That, that word that I hate. Uh, and we kind of find out that his mother pressured him very much. And there was some big uh, competition or recital where in the middle of playing, he just stopped playing and walked uh, away from it and kind of disappeared. But people still know who he is. He's sort of a local legend. Uh, it's a small community of c- competitive classic musicians, I guess. Classical yeah, artists. it's like playing the piano. Um, yeah, right. So he's kind of famous, but like playing the piano kind of triggers an anxiety or phobia in him. Like that seems like right where he just kind of freaks yeah. out and he can't. He says hear he the can't. Music. He can't hear the piano he's playing. He yeah. hears the keys going down, but he doesn't hear the notes. Yeah, which means you can't play. It means you have to yeah. stop playing because yeah, you need that feedback. I mean, Beethoven yeah. could do it, but I mean, yeah. Not everyone's bass. He was more of a composer. I don't know how much live playing he did, Mm. but I I have no fucking idea. I'm going to stop because I probably am completely wrong. Anyway, the sad sad boy uh, has a best friend who is a sporty girl that plays a lot of softball, and I love her. Um, Ah. She's the best character. Oh. (laughs) Her name is Tsubaki. 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 The boy's name is Kosei. Kosei. And the girl's name is Tsubaki. The, well, she's not the girl. She's the friend. I thought it was going to be her. I thought this was going to be a romance about two friends who grew up and then their feelings blossomed. That's what I, I wish it was. But you see him being like, her eyes are full of color because they say like, when you're in love, everything feels like it's in color. Um, and he's like, she sees everything in color. But for me, it's just monochrome. It's just gray. I thought he meant like she's in love with me, but I'm not in love with her. And I was like, oh, that's deep and interesting that he recognizes that instead of the story of unrequited love from the perspective. But no, it's not that at all. It's (laughs) he has no interest in her. It's another girl shows up who looks strikingly European. She has blue (laughs) eyes and blonde hair. Yeah. Very long blonde hair. Yet her name is Kaori Miyazono. Miyazono. Yeah. And so... um, the friend, what's the friend's name again? Tsubaki. Tsubaki is like, uh, hey, you know, come with me. Basically, she was like, be my date, kind of, because this is a double date. Um, so she's like, there's this girl, and she really wants to meet this guy. I forget the guy's name. He's a, like a jockey, cute Wat- jock Watari. Yeah, so she wants to meet Watari. And so she's like, come along with me. We'll like double date, basically. She doesn't say double date. She doesn't call it a date. They're friends. But, um, and she was like, oh, and you can, you know, talk to the girl because she's into music. And this leads to a spiral of horrible events. (laughs) What? (laughs) Where they pressure him to do things that he doesn't want to do. Correct. (laughs) 
they just keep pressuring him to do things he doesn't want to do. Yeah. Uh, or trick him. They trick him into doing things he doesn't want to do. Right. He doesn't want to go back in that concert hall because it triggers the feeling where he gave up on music. Yeah. So it turns out that this date, like they meet at the park, but then they go to the concert hall and it's like, oh, surprise, it's actually a concert. And like that freaks him out. Um, but anyway, so he he meets this girl first, you know, while he's waiting for his, the rest of his friends. He meets the girl, um, Kaori, in the park and she's like on top of the jungle gym or whatever and she's playing a weird instrument melodica yeah it's a keyboard you blow into yeah sounds very silly and she's entertaining these cute little children and they're trying to make the pigeons come which like who are these people that like pigeons? yeah i hate to tell you this but you could just have bread <laughs> if you just play the bro- the bread loaf just blow into a loaf of bread <laughs> it doesn't even matter how it sounds they're gonna eat it yeah um, Idiots! Th- these th- musicians don't even know how to make birds come to you. I thought these—I thought the birds were gonna poop on them. I really did think that when they were flying over like them, it. I was like, "They're gonna get shit on." This is gonna be a, a storm of shit. Uh. Um, but the boy, so he's like taking a photo of them because I guess I don't know. It looks artistic or something. It does. It looks cool. It's like a bunch of kids with instruments and a bigger yeah. kid. Yeah, because right, they're all playing like it's a band. Um and. Coyote, like in that moment, there's like a gust of wind and her skirt goes up. And so it looks like he's taking an upskirt shot. Um, and she's like, oh, my God, you pervert. And so like she like attacks him. Um, also, uh, there's a lot of like women hitting him like his 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 friend. He gets hit by baseballs. His, from, his friend yeah. keeps hitting him with a baseball. And just in general, these women are very violent. Maybe the show him. is from like his CTE brain. I, like he just has so many concussions that his <laughs> mind is warped. To me, That's why he can't hear the piano anymore. He has... He has CTE. He just keeps getting abused by women in his life. First, his mom like emotionally abused him into being like a, a machine piano player. Then like his best friend just keeps beating him up. And now this new girl also keeps beating him up. Yeah. Well, welcome to the life of a straight man, Jackie. That's not true women, at all. Women are just the bane of your existence. Listen, I'm on this kid's side. Can't, I don't, can't I don't, live with them. Can't play piano. I don't like any women in this show. <laughs> Oh. Well, no, I like I like I like the the sporty friend because she's cute. Okay, and she's cool. I don't know. Okay, um, but I hate everybody. Um, you don't like a woman with her own like drive to be great. That's what you don't. Is that like. what that you is? You don't like this independent uh, young woman who who's very talented. Who are you talking about? Cowdy. No, <laughs> no, she's not. She's not any of those things. Sure, she is. Um. So. <laughs> we'll we'll get there. We'll get okay, there. We'll get okay, there because okay, I have okay. a lot of feelings about this about. Like, I have a conspiracy theory that makes this all make sense, but otherwise, it just looks like she's there for, for some reason because she w- fucking wants to, like, improve this kid's life for no reason. But anyway, um, sorry, listeners. <laughs> As you can tell, I don't love this show. Uh, I don't hate it, but I have feelings about it. Um, anyway. So it turns out that they're actually going to go to the concert hall, and he's like, oh my god, what the fuck? And he goes anyway because everybody just drags him along through life and he just can't he just doesn't live because he needs all these women to drag him around through life basically um and it turns out that coyote is playing and it's a violin competition and she play like other people play and they're okay they're fine and then she plays and she goes all crazy like she's just like ad-libbing with her violin like doing all kinds of and she's also the only one that's um animated which i think is cool yeah because um, they don't want to waste the time animating everybody but well, it, it adds know. a contrast right it just like she's special like she she's yeah. animated she's like worth like 
looking at, you know? Right. Like, I don't know. Um, but, you know, she doesn't do well in the competition, I guess, but she wins um, the, the audience, audience favorite. Choice Awards. <laughs> yeah. Like um, it's the MTV Movie Awards And everybody something. was super impressed with her and stuff, but like she wasn't following the rules. She's a, she's a rebel over here. I mean, especially know? if you hear three kids play the same classical music piece in a row, and then one person is like, I'm going to go off book. I'm going to go nuts on this fucking violin. Yeah. You're going to love it. I guess that was cool. Now that actually, <laughs> maybe I was too hard on her. You know what? I like that she does her own thing and she's like, fuck it. Yeah. I don't know how much the entrance fee was to this competition, but she, uh, you know what I mean? Like she's I'm just sure like, it was fuck free. it. There's not a lot of asses in those I'm seats. I'm going to perform in front of all these people and show them. I don't know what. Like, I feel like she's, she maybe, maybe she should. I'm going to show them the power of German violin Maybe playing. she should dye her hair purple or something and be like some like punky, rebellious She has a person. distortion pedal hooked yeah. in her violin. <laughs> Electric violin is a thing. I don't know that I've heard it with a distortion pedal, but I'm sure it's cool. Um, and she does some like, you know, kind of avant-garde stuff. Uh, and one of the judges is this old guy and he's like, how dare you? You shouldn't be doing this. And mm-hmm. the one guy's like, all right, she's going to get a terrible mark because it is a competition. You're all supposed to play the same thing, but she's interesting. And, uh, and our me- main character loves it. He's falling in love with this girl. Like immediately he's in love with this girl. Um, but... She apparently likes this other guy, although she doesn't really act like it. She apparently, like, she's on the date for, for Watari, right? That's his name? Yeah. She's on the date for Watari, but she doesn't really seem to give him that much attention. And then, like, the rest of the episodes we see, she seems more interested in, in this kid, so. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Suspicious. I forgot to mention that... Um, Kosei's, like, breakdown and, like, quitting of piano is because his mom dies. Uh, and his mom was um, the driving force that that got him to play piano. And I think this is where a lot of people relate to this show is if you've been a person who learned a musical instrument as a kid, chances are good it's because your parents pushed you to. Especially if you're a great quote-unquote prodigy. Uh, you know, if you're a very talented young kid, you probably had parents pushing yeah. you. Yeah, if you were good at anything as a kid, your parents probably pushed you. Right, except for the stuff that you can only be naturally talented at. You know, like but what? for music and stuff, I don't know. Just if you were like, you're a great juggler. I don't think your dad was like, juggle every fucking day. That's true. Um, the things that don't make any money, if you're good at that, then you probably did that yourself. Like, if you're funny, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. Uh, I suppose. I guess I'm thinking about hard skills. Right, well, that's, a th- yeah, any hard skill, I agree. Yeah, it's yeah. something your parent has to... Um, push you on and I'm not saying that that's a bad thing I think parents should push their kids a little bit but uh, I think we can all relate if you played music as a kid you can kind of relate to the idea of too much pressure from your parents and your parents uh, peers and, and that sort of thing and I think they, they do that well here and I like that in episode 4 that we watched um, he sort of says something like he's imagining uh, how people talking about him and his mom when he was younger and that they're like, oh, his mom beats him and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I'm the only one who's on her side. Mm. And it's nice because it's a little detail that gets cut out of like stories of abuse, mm. which is that, you know, especially when you're a kid, but you you feel very conflicted about it because you, it's your mom and you love your mom. Mm-hmm. And so it's not like, um, and, you know, Jojo does not try to go and explore like emotional depth. And I'm not saying it's a flaw in Jojo's and I like Jojo's better than this show from what I know so far. But, you know, like Dio gets old, 
his dad dies and he's just like fuck you dad and he spits on his dad's own grave mm-hmm. uh and then just moves on and it's like whatever and i think in part five uh yeah and like a lot of them were not like oh my mom my dad was such an asshole to me but i'm conflicted about it blah 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 i mean there's a little bit of that i guess with deadbeat joseph but anyway i think it was a nice a nice wrinkle to have the character say that to be like no one understands that you know blah 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 probably insert excuse for my mom here yeah um and she's always depicted very scary she has in her oxygen tank but she has no eyes they draw her um Mm. with only the bottom half of her face detailed so she just sort of looks like an eyeless person that's just pushing him and beating him um to continue practicing piano um and i played piano as a kid um and there was some pressure but i think my parents were also very cognizant of the possibility of pushing a kid too hard so they did um lay up on me uh lay up on me what yeah they they dunked on me real hard on the basketball (laughs) court they went hard in the paint at their 10 year old child um and uh when i was like i don't want to do this anymore everyone was like you're going to regret it and i was like i don't care and that is pretty much true i Mm -hmm. do regret quitting piano but i also Mm -hmm. know that i was a child who had a lot of anxieties. And you just wanted to play outside or whatever. And I, well, I wanted to play inside, but... <laughs> I wanted to play video games. I don't know. It's like... <sighs> piano playing is like it's someone else's world. It's not like you're playing piano and you're having a great time talking to adults, being like, well, my favorite Bach piece is blah, blah, blah. Like, you're just there to do something really well, and that can get kind yeah. of boring, especially when it's like, hey, recital is fun. Everyone loves me and claps for me, but now it's back to three hours a day or whatever the fuck. Mm. Um, And then when you don't practice enough, your teacher goes, you don't practice enough. And it just sucks shit. Um, And often that pressure, while it can make you great, it can also take away from any enjoyment you had of the activity. Mm -hmm. I think you get this from many people who played sports. Um, Yeah. And then music and then studies too. People get pushed too hard in uh, in, in their studies. I never really was interested in being good at any of that stuff now that I think about it. Like, you know, I played softball. I kind of tried to play music but i was also like i wasn't allowed to choose any instruments that i wanted (laughs) you couldn't play the loaf of bread well no my 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 parents like basically we have the like the list of like things that you could play in the band and my my parents deny this now by the way but i remember it vividly Uh, we gotta get them on the pod (laughs) gotta get them on the pod but they were like uh why did you tell my wife she couldn't play the drums yeah i wanted to play the drums and they were like no that's for boys and then i'm like all right then uh the the i don't know the trumpet they were like the no, trumpet no that's for boys i'm like okay so what can i play and they're like um the flute <laughs> or or you know what the clarinet play the flute or the car- clarinet and i was like i don't know what the fuck the clarinet is uh and i played I, the clarinet it's cool i played the clarinet too the saxophone's cool <laughs> because I, those were my only fucking choices but i wanted to play like something cool not something like pretty because that wasn't me like i was never you were a cool kid on a skateboard with a hat on backwards. that's what i wanted to be man i wanted to wear shades and have a backwards hat on and run around with a day glow green pair of shorts on i wanted to be cool you want to do kickflips while playing your drum set yeah man which is difficult (laughs) yeah so here's the here's the thing i wasn't allowed to do any of that shit and then and then like you know whatever i but i never so then the instruments that i did have i'd like i like final i guess i'll settle for the clarinet and i just never practice and then my yeah. mr miller yeah. the instrument the orchestra teacher was always mean to me because i didn't practice and you know what it is my fault but he was also mean and so fuck nah, it. you were a child fuck it here's the thing about <laughs> here's the thing about getting good at something folks a secret is to pick the version you like of something so if you're going to get into music 
But someone goes, "Well, French horn is too hard. Why don't you start with the trumpet?" Um, but you're like, everyone plays the trumpet. I think the French horn is cool. Learn to play the fucking French horn. Don't listen mm-hmm. to people that like mm-hmm. there. Yeah, there's probably a threshold you cross where it's like, hey, that's way too fucking hard. Mm-hmm. You're gonna die. So if you don't wanna- do that, but if you wanna, if you go to the ski slope. And you're like, I want to learn how to snowboard. And everyone's like, well, you should really learn how to ski. You're probably not going to practice skiing much if you don't like it. Yeah. Like if you want to play, feeling. If you want to play Street Fighter and you're like, I really want to play. Is Gen the one that has two different fucking styles? Yeah, don't play Gen because he's, <laughs> he's too hard. <laughs> no, Gen is cool. Gen is not too bad. There are some Blaze Blue characters where I'm like, never mind. That philosophy is wrong. Yeah. Don't play. Don't fucking, play these hard characters. Don't play Susano. That character is fucking weird. You have to unlock his moves as you play. What's up with that? But yeah, I think to a degree, it's when parents try to shoehorn you into something, mm-hmm. then it's just sort of like... But it's also mm. like, I didn't even get like the push, like where, because where, my parents didn't play instruments either. So they didn't, they were just like, all right, whatever. Now you have a fucking clarinet. <laughs> Go in your room and do something with that instrument. Yeah. We don't know what it should sound like. No, they didn't even care. They were like, they whether I played it or not, they didn't care. Oh. Uh, because they didn't really like, they never played an instrument. They didn't know what, what it, what I needed to do. And they didn't know to like pressure me. I so think. why they have an opinion on what you should play? Well, because I need to be, like, I'm not allowed to be a boy, basically. Uh, Gender norms. They're stupid. They're dumb. That's why piano is great. Here's why piano is great. Ready? One, it's like what people compose music on. It's got all the notes. You can see them visually. If you're not, if you're a visual learner, it's perfect. You can see all the, well, they're not all notes. Some of them went over. Other reasons are, it's unlike a wind instrument. Yeah, there's ways to play it, but you don't have to have like a steady stream of breath. I feel like there's less margin for error. Uh, It's gender neutral. Okay, if you're worried about gender norms and all this shit. And yeah, like, piano wasn't an option. I don't want my boy blowing into a flute or whatever. Uh, piano. Piano's great uh, for everyone. Everyone can and should play the piano. And uh, the problem with the piano, though, is that it's very big. Piano is big. I know you're saying, but Mark, you could buy an electronic keyboard. But, you know, I mean, I guess if you just want to sound like an asshole. Mm. If you want to play piano, you should find a place to play a real piano. And I know if you don't if you don't have that if you don't have access to that then you buy a keyboard. But if you're gonna push someone, push them into something they like. Anyway, let's go, let's get back to this anime show. Anyway, well that's that's I think that is all kind of relevant to the fact that he was very good at piano, but it was also and he liked playing piano, but it was also very traumatic for him. Mm-hmm. And it was further worsened by the fact that then his mom died and he kind of embarrassed himself in front of everyone. Yeah. But what's interesting is as he starts to come back here, when he's like coming around this place following this girl, they're talking about him in still a positive way. They're not like, isn't that that kid who totally fucking fell on yeah. his face? Who totally wiped out? Yeah. Because um, they don't remember his most embarrassing moment. Exactly. They, embar- they, know, they remember him as like the, the prodigy kid. Right. Which is a good lesson for him and for a lot of people, which is that if you're an amazing piano player or whatever if you're amazing at something they're not going to be like oh but you totally made a fool out of people, yourself people don't remember you for your like worst moments usually well, i don't usually. know about that <laughs> usually i mean if you unless have, you're a meme <laughs> if you have like a a lot of like if if you're not notable otherwise then they're going to remember you for the worst thing okay so done. so step one be notable <laughs> if craig then, if craig from the warehouse like doesn't really say much but then he falls into his lunch tray really hard and it's funny people remember craig for that shit yeah that's true, true but if sure. craig is like an amazingly nice guy who gives handmade christmas cards Aww. and then falls into his lunch tray you're gonna think about the christmas cards yeah until uh someone falls in their lunch tray and they're like remember craig 
Mm-hmm. Memories, wow. Anyway, so he watches these people play, then he watches her play. And also, before she starts playing, she says like, Elohim, Elohim, Elohim. Elohim, Esaim, Elohim, Esaim. I, I invoke you or I implore you. What is that? I don't know. Elohim is Hebrew. Esaim sounds like it's Hebrew because it has the I-M ending, which is possibly plural. Elohim is a order of angels. You, you may have actually heard it referred to in Evangelion mm. once or twice. As far as what the phrase means, I'm going to look it up and just guess that it's not a spoiler of any kind. So she's Jewish. No, I she's don't Jewish. think so. She's Jewish. I implore you. Means she's blonde with blue eyes. She's not Japanese. She's Jewish. God on high, God of hosts. God on high, God of hosts. It's asking God to capture people's attention. Oh. It's a chant common in manga and anime. Really? What? <laughs> so she's not Jewish. <laughs> no, there's there's no way. I wrote down, she's Jewish. Her name is Carrie, like instead of Kaori. It's Carrie. I miss Carrie. Some something dairy air. Yes. Sorry. Thinking about Pretty Girl Rock because I was watching clips of Robert Pattinson and there's a movie where he sings that to himself. It's pretty great. That's good. Um, So they go to this concert hall and they see her play. And yeah, she's like a virtuoso, precocious, just extremely talented young girl who goes off book and does her own thing. And then... I also wrote down, because this was supposed to be a double date, but it just ended up being taking three people to watch her perform, like, really cool. I'm like, so <laughs> so she, she takes a guy on a date to watch her perform. Like, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe it was, it was their mutual friend wanting to support her or something. I have a theory, but I, I'll say that at the end okay um basically so that that happens and it's like she seems like she's gonna lose but she's the audience choice award um and then it turns out she goes to the same school they run into each other and she's like hey uh i need an accompanist meaning someone who plays like the other part of the music um behind the soloist wait no no, no you're jumping ahead too far what am i missing in between you're missing a lot of things in between no so whatever so um so he like obviously is in love with this girl and the friend is like something something she sparkles and he's like oh of course the girl that you are in love with is in love with someone else she spark well that's when she sparkles so it's like you sparkle when you it's easy to be the other guy yeah because you fall in love with people when they're in love right and that is often not with you right um and the friend who she likes is like messing around with other girls or something. He's a player. He's a player. But he's a nice guy. Because he's, he's like the captain of the soccer team or whatever. So he's got the girls. Um, captain Subas over here. And so um, the boy, what's his name? Shoshisha. Uh, which the, boy? The main boy. Kosei. Kosei. Kosei is like, I guess, walking home or whatever. And um, Kaori is like waiting for Watari to come, like, come that way to like, because he's leaving school or because or she expects to catch him like on his way home from school. And uh, she sees um, Kosei and she's like, hey, you know, where's Watari? And he's like, oh, uh, <laughs> because he, but Watari was actually like with, with some girl. But, um, he covers for his friend and is like, oh, he's, um, 
He's, he's at soccer practice. He's still at practice. And she's like, oh, you know, I'll wait. And he's like, oh, well, you know, or, or no, she was like, she was like, I'll wait. And he's like, oh, it's going to be pretty late. And she's like, oh, I'll go, I'll go see him <laughs> practice. And he's like, no, you know, he really has to practice hard. And so then she invites him. She's like, okay, then you have to come with me. And I don't know why he has to come with her. I don't know. But they go to a cafe and they play piano in front of some kids. Right. They're there at a piano and... They're noticing kids kind of playing piano. The girl goes over, talks to them, and then is like, oh, I know someone who's very good at piano that can help you. Uh, he'll teach you. And she just forces Kosei to come over, and he plays Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star with them. And then he starts uh, getting nutty with it and uh, yeah. freestyling and throwing in his own little riffs, and people really like it. And he probably likes it. I think he likes it himself as well. Because mm-hmm. it's one of those things where when you rediscover a joy you used to have, you know, you're like, oh, yeah. Um, I have my bass guitar back in our apartment. I need to get it fixed or probably more wisely, you should just buy a different guitar. Um, what are you shaking your head at? I don't know. When are you going to play a guitar? What Jackie, are you going to do? When are you going to play clarinet again? I don't want to do any of that. I never wanted to do well, that. Well, then you don't understand what it's like. I don't. To, f- to have music and then not do it and then just feel bad about it forever. I don't. That's why I can't relate to this anime. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and that's not why I like it. Don't get me wrong. It's not like I, I like it, therefore. I mean, I relate to it in a small way, therefore, uh, that is why I like it. I mean, I think it's... Let's continue with the story summary. Yeah, you seem yeah. to have a, a more clear recollection. Meanwhile, well, my notes are just things I just that have I notes. felt. I, I noted things. Um, so I anyway, wrote down, I hate reading music because I, it's a terrible system. I uh, wrote, anyway. she yells and hits him. And then I wrote, I can't relate to this because I'm like, why are you still talking to people who beat you up? <laughs> I've never been. He, e- I, well, he grew up in a household <sighs> where a woman just browbeat him and physically beat him. I don't like how this show normalizes abuse. I don't like it. Mm. I don't like it. You think all, You think that this show puts out into the universe that uh, boys and men just need a woman to push them really hard? Um, <sighs> but maybe the lesson will be like people can push you, but it's they don't more- need to be abusive. You need to help them mutually. Yeah. I don't know, man. You got to do things for yourself. You can't expect... In, in, you can't expect a magical woman to like oh, here it is. make you her entire life and fix you and drag you through life and like make you do things that you should do or whatever or fix your like anxiety problems like you can't you got to you got to work what f- first of all fucking forcing you to do things in front like that's not gonna work. Yeah, this wouldn't work on me. I <laughs> this, would shut down. You, number one, this is not how you cure. It would make things worse because I would collapse, and yeah. then I'd be even more scared to approach the the world of classical music ever again. Yeah, I think that's true for a lot of people who have fear, you know, of public, uh, uh, you know. Yeah, you don't do it this way. You you make maybe you like you don't start with putting them in front of a fucking concert hall. Well, I mean, we get it is we true get there. though that most of there. us uh, do not have like a hot woman to uh push us to do things right maybe like that if, maybe that would help <laughs> maybe that's what it is but that also that woman do, like that doesn't exist that doesn't happen so the, like i always i have trouble with with media when it's it's a ma- manic pixie dream girl is the trope i have trouble with media that that does this where there's this like magical person who is unreal because nobody nobody instantly wants to love you and fix you and and well it's like, not it's not even that it's that like even if they do, yeah. because even like this Wikipedia summary describes her personality as manic. Yeah. It's like if you've met someone who actually has um, manic depression or bipolar d- 
disorder one or two. Um, it's like, yeah, they might be like that at first. Like they have this real idea for you, but they're not like, it's not like a constant positive trait that they have for you. Like they have ups and downs. Mm -hmm. They have their own shit going on. We've only watched four episodes of this. This last episode ended with her collapsing on stage. Mm. So that is uh, perhaps (laughs) not going to be explored in this show. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, there's like Um, 20 episodes left or something. There's, yeah, 18 more episodes. I'm sure there's more, but I I wish that I, uh, I mean, four episodes in, I would have liked to get more of perspective of the other people. It's tough because on one hand, I agree with you. Yeah. And we talked about Garden State and how much I think that movie sucks. Um, and if you are just curious about Garden this idea. State, Garden State is a, is a prime example of exactly. a manic pixie dream girl. Exactly. For the listeners. <laughs> if you're like, what's a manic pixie dream girl? Watch Garden State where Natalie Portman is just this collection of lovable quirks uh, that just yeah. doesn't make sense. But it causes the main male character to kind of be like, whoa, I need to live life. It takes them on a journey. <laughs> Yeah. She is the journey. But it's tough because there it's is like something... The, the plot is the woman. <laughs> there is something to be said for people helping you along, but it is often not a beautiful stranger who suddenly takes your hand and is like, I'm going to fix you. Usually that person is like self-centered and you're like, hang on, well, there's a lot happening here. <laughs> it's also, yeah. There, and it's also like in, in like in this show and in Garden State and stuff, it's not like, it's not like anybody like outwardly says i'm gonna fix you i'm making a conscious choice to fix you it's just that like by the by the wonderful way that they are they kind of like take you along for this ride and they help rescue the the protagonist from his like boring so the thing with this show though i'm gonna defend this show is that and and again i know that we have no idea where it really where it goes where it really goes but it's she also wants a special accompanist you know she's not just being like play with me because she implores him to play with her she forces him to. She has music put all over his uh, classroom, his home, and all this stuff. But she also likes to get erratic and improvise and stuff. And she needs a good pianist to keep up with her. If she has a standard pianist, because they cover uh, her accompanist from her, the first performance, and um, they mention that she has trouble keeping up with mm-hmm. Cowdy. Mm-hmm. So t- to me, yes, I definitely see the parallels with the Manic Pixie Dream trope. But it's also that she needs feels like she needs his talents to keep up with her so that they can do really cool music shit he's not the only one who can play the fucking piano though she could find somebody who is good at piano and also like you know doesn't like cry in front of the piano after playing for like two minutes well that's what great artists do they sob and they sob when they've done something i think it's very selfish of her to to do that to him though like you know if, if that's the reason if it's like well I want you because you yeah. are, you know, whatever. And I believe in you. It's like, you know, maybe she doesn't realize that that's not how anxiety works. And if you just like push someone to, if you just push someone hard enough, they'll, you know, you'll, they'll be better. But you're just, you're just creating situations where someone will feel embarrassed and cry and like upset and traumatized or whatever. Like don't make, don't force people to do things they don't want to do and don't make them feel guilty when they don't want to do it, you know? And that's kind of what she does. So she, (laughs) back to the plot. She, (laughs) she asks, I'm, I'm going to maybe cut some shortcuts. I don't know, but she asks him to be in a company to her, a company, a companyist, a companist, a companist. Um, so like when she, when she performs, you know, she needs somebody on the piano to to do the background music for her. Mm-hmm. Um, so she asks him to do it. He says no. Um, the friend, his friend, who's a bad friend, 
uh, <laughs> puts a bad, she's a bad friend because she doesn't support him. She instead just like abuses him. Uh, the friend like puts music sheets all over the, whatever that room is. Uh, like the music room, I guess. The, the music, music classroom. The music room that he's always hanging out in. Um, and whatever. And then the day of the recital or whatever it's called, the competition, they're like, hey, they're like looking for him. They're like, come on, you're going to play. And he's like, I told you no. <laughs> you should have found somebody else. You can't make people do things they don't want to do. You guys, well, I mean, consent. So the side of this people argument. People have to agree. The side I'm sure that this character is on is like, I'm going to make people do things that they do want to do. Yeah. But are afraid to. But, but yeah, that's not it, how consent I, works. It well, feels I mean, rapey. Honestly, <laughs> it, it kind of does happen in this too because she's like, this whole I can't hear the piano thing anymore that you're saying. It's just an excuse. Like, stop doing that. And then, and then she makes him come out and play, especially when he hasn't had time to practice or whatever, because he's been avoiding it. And the exact same thing happens to him. So he like yeah. fails again in front of people. Yeah. And yes, I know in they turn it people. around. Like that's the thing too. Like, it's if all you're, fine. Like if you're going to do this to somebody, at least like practice with them in private first. I know they didn't have time, but don't make him do things that he doesn't want to do. Don't make people do things they don't want to do. Well, yeah. And I mean, that's, don't do it. In, in it's real, a bad in message. In real life, when you shut down and you collapse because of, of trauma or because you're failing, you don't sit there on stage and get, get it back together again within a few minutes. Mm-hmm. That's not you how it works. You panic even worse. And, and that's why I like evangelion in a way because we watch shinji run away and run away and <laughs> fail and talk about how much he fucking hates himself and eventually Aww. does it not really out of like a therapeutic self-acceptance but you know because he wants to please people and is very angry or uh possessed possibly mm-hmm. um but uh yeah i mean this show is it seems like uh it loves the idea of like well he's gonna work it out through music and through this crazy beautiful girl who um is going to show him that hey not all music has to be drilled into you and memorized perfectly mm-hmm. you can improvise you can go off book let's look at some jazz maybe they'll do some jazz in there and talk about improvisation as the the root of a large musical genre who knows but uh i don't know is listeners who like music anime is sound euphonium like this because euphonium is very close to my heart my dad plays the euphonium Mm. um it's just a big brass instrument anyway it's like a small tuba regardless um look here's the thing this show does tug at the heartstrings but i mostly feel like it's the music and the fact that everyone's crying all the time i don't understand why like these people just met why (laughs) why is there so much anyway um so so let me tell you my conspiracy theory now since we pretty much caught up like they do the recital he i hope this really involves a conspiracy like multiple people behind the scenes planning a little bit oh okay a little bit but anyway so he fucks it up uh right so wait let's get just to the end so like they they play the recital he fucks it up but then he continues and then they play and they play and then now they're both doing their rebellious like improvising right it is it is fun if if you like music it is very fun to listen to because it is live music the thing is i don't like music he at one point (laughs) he at one point starts despite being the accompanist playing the background chords he starts playing the lead melody at one point which i thought was pretty great yeah. So he's playing the parts that are written for a violin. And the piece itself is written for a violinist. But anyway, they're doing that. And then it ends and she collapses, I guess. She collapses, yeah. And that's how it ends. Yeah, right? and you and I both read spoilers accidentally. Yeah, we both, we both read spoilers I read a, I read a small one just while we were setting up for this episode. 
Okay, I don't know what your small one was. Yeah, let's not talk about it for anybody listening who doesn't want to possibly get spoiled. Okay, well, forget about the spoilers. This is my conspiracy theory that has nothing to do with any spoilers that I read. My conspiracy theory... The spoiler is that she plays violin from that floor for the rest of the show. That's right, 18 episodes of her laying down on on a floor floor playing violin. No. So my conspiracy theory is that... um, Kaori is a licensed music therapist, so she ah. she she is a psychologist, um, and she's a music therapist, and she was paid by um, what's the friend's name? Uh, Tsubaki. Tsubaki. She was paid by Tsubaki. She was hired by Tsubaki to uh fix her friend <laughs> basically fix who's friend. who's living his life halfway because he can't commit to music but he also can't get away from it so she's like use your music therapy to fix my friend and so that's why and that's why like the 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 friend Subaki um that's her name Subaki Subaki you know sets them sets the whole thing up and then makes it makes puts them together and that's why this girl has such an interest in like hanging Mm. out with this guy and making him play music and making her making him accompany her and stuff that's my conspiracy theory that she is actually uh just paid to be his friend because she's actually a (laughs) a music therapist you think think that tsubaki is slipping nobody uh, nobody can like somebody like that so quickly and also be that good at like making someone better or whatever <laughs> you think when she goes to get her violin in the morning uh the case is just stuffed with uh ten thousand yen bills um that yeah. Tsubaki's leaving her in yeah secret. and also she's not really 14 because <laughs> i don't think you can be a licensed therapist at 14 so she's like well 20. you don't know <laughs> child prodigies jackie and some people are child prodigies at being therapists yeah um that's so my conspiracy theory, and the I'm right. Sh- the show is done well. I do like the live music, even though I'm not a big classical music head. Um, I can I can appreciate that, and I like the idea of people learning to improvise. Even again, I'm not a big. I don't know. Um, I'm into music, but I'm not into this sort of classical thing. Um, but it did make me make me want to play piano a little bit. Um, and I think it's a cool theme that I haven't seen touched on, which was just, you know, the overpressuring parent specifically in, you know, making their child a prodigy at music. Um, but yeah, it's tough to like it as a romantic story when, yes, I defended it a bit, but it doesn't, it does seem like there's a manic pixie dream girl. All the, the listeners trend. are the listeners are furiously writing in like it's all explained. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it makes sense. You just don't know. Yeah, and, and you gotta and keep watching. We saw a friend. We saw Felix, who was supposed to be on uh, this episode, and he was sort of like, "Cause where it goes, he's like, never mind, never mind, never mind." So you know, maybe we're we're squabbling over something that's not important. Um, but it is it is like if if people like it for the romance that we're seeing blossom here, mm-hmm. um. Yeah, it's a little tough when it feels like, okay, but what's her own shit? Does he help yeah, her what go does through? She, what does she want to do? Right. And I mean, the thing is- Why is, is she living her life for him? It's- it's um. Why is she sabotaging her own performance for this kid, well, basically? Well, I don't think she's sabotaging her own performance. She's trying to elevate her performance by using a genius. Mm, I don't know, man. I think she, I would she like, is if using I, him if to I, If you're relying on somebody else for your performance- like you would want them to be a reliable person and he not not through any fault of his own but he he just he can't do it 
Or I you also, should do I don't it. Like you should when, make him do it. When she finds him on the roof and she asks him and she starts crying. She starts crying. That just feels manipulative, right? It is. I don't know. Like Maybe we find out why she's crying. This is so abusive. This is an feels... abusive relationship. Oh I don't God. like it. I don't like it. It's abusive. Um, you can't make me do what I, wa- what I don't want to do. God damn it. That's uh, not a relationship. That's not healthy. Um, listeners, if someone's making... <laughs> listeners, if someone's I, making you do think something you don't want to do... Get out of there. What's Get with, out of what's there. What's up with Japan and just leaving school classrooms open? I feel like you see this a lot in these shows where they just hang out after school in like a unlit classroom. And I'm like, I didn't have that in school. They were like, get the fuck out of here. Mm. We're trying to go home. You got to go home. Why do you like it here at school? Um, I just don't like the message that this... I, no, I don't think it, that's it's, how I, I feel. don't think it's a message i don't think well no it's not it's not intentional but i'm like if this is it's like the same thing like when you watch like a romantic comedy and the guy is like a, a stalker <laughs> and it's like oh he's so sweet and romantic but yeah. he's actually like if anybody did that in real life it would be creepy you know yeah but that's it's not necessarily programming people to do it i think i object to it well, more on the no, on the tropey like, ground that's it it's it if it if you're watching something and it's normalizing this like you know if you're a whatever i don't know like you can make people do things and hit them and stuff and it's fine and it's and it's romantic like yeah. romanticizing this i think is bad i yeah. think it's bad maybe i, I think don't it's know. bad for people it's it is tough to estimate the impact that media has on our minds but i will say that i object to it more on the grounds of like okay i've seen this story before it's like um, it's a little bit boring like people that watch like romantic like guys who watch romantic movies and and it's like i'm i'm doing exactly what this guy did but you're actually like freaking a girl out because you're like following her or whatever like you're you're doing things that like sure. it's cute when like the hot guy who's like you know a famous actor or whatever but you don't does you don't know that's movie. why you don't know that's why people are doing it i mean like most well, well some people don't like it no i've seen i've definitely seen this where people are like i want to be like the guys in the movies i'm trying to be like the guys in the movies and i still can't get a girl and oh it turns out they think i'm creepy i think that's a real thing but that's like but a lot of that is just people are children you know what i mean it's like when <laughs> a lot of like men are just not very good at, at uh, talking to women when they're kids and and well, I, think I think that it's also but it, but they also hear it from women too so women will say like i want a guy like that and so they think they have to be like that but actually women don't want that either it's just like romanticized in this fantasy way that's like fine when it's everyone knows it's consensual because it's a movie you know like i guess i feel less like it's going to teach people to uh, manipulate others more than i, I feel think like, like this confuses more people. than i feel like it's it, it, it more would improperly teach people to wait for someone who's going to make them fall in love with something all over again you know mm. what i mean like waiting for someone to drag them through their own therapy that right. kind of thing right instead of like doing it for yourself you know i think it's less likely to train someone to be abusive or to train somebody to be a manic pixie dream girl but more than more than just yeah romanticize the unrealistic yet obviously unappealing truth that is uh there's a lot of starting and stopping and it's a slow process and you have to volunteer to do it yourself by it i mean the work to fix yourself i feel like i'm gonna get hate mail <laughs> no I'm, I'm not pausing on i'm not pausing on that i'm just pushing back because i i think that you're, we're taking away different things from it i think I that think, media, I, I media think analysis right. leans often towards this idea that it like is about corrupting people's minds i think that it can convince people more strongly than it does Whereas, i'm not saying that you think it reinforces a negative idea 
I think it romanticizes unhealthy behavior and makes it look like it's normal or healthy. By and it ro- romanticizes it, which means that you feel like it's reinforcing it, um, or encouraging it. I think that if you're not thinking about it, yeah. I guess, but I mean, like any media, this is this is a tale as old as time. But uh, you know, it's like, well, what's your actual day to day support system like, or what is your social setting like you know do you have people in your life telling you like that's not really how you court someone or that's not really what you should be looking for well all of society is fucked because society tells people the wrong i think society tells people the wrong the wrong ways to court people (laughs) right but like people were shitty toxic relationship havers before like print yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. print for years and years and but it it is weird right because i do kind of feel like yeah there are things that i feel like people do that they just get straight out of movies right but I think that might just be for lack of proper protocol. This is why, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> listeners, this is why Mark and I are are together. We are we're on the same page about like the romantic shit in movies is not not how we not how we get down. It's not it's not how we get down. And anybody who says they get down that way is either short lived or they're <laughs> they're lying and they don't realize all the other stuff they have to do. To no, actually... they're just not party poopers like us, Mark. <laughs> they're 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 living in like whoo they're just being swept off their feet all the time don't have they don't they don't have the egos to do a podcast (laughs) and you know what that's true they don't have the egos we got a chicago thank you for all that content we put out there because we like to argue over pictures um listeners write in to uh (laughs) tell me how wrong i am jojo's bizarre pod at gmail.com i'm sure there's a lot of people listening to write in and be like no you need to watch more of the anime it's not like that oh my god Uh." (laughs) that's everything (laughs) that's everything we watch really except my hero academia because i think we liked it and i think we did see that like this this show did a good job of putting its cards on the table and blah 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 this show has twists but it is yeah it is a little tricky because people were like it's going to make you feel so many things. I think it's like and if you like, watch nah. it to the end, maybe you'll cry. But like people were like, oh, you're going to cry. Maybe if we watch this to the end. But um, I felt it more in episode one or two. I did feel a little emotional. Oh, really? And the, then in three the, and four, it kind of went away. The hard part for me is like, one, I can't relate to it. And two, the characters don't feel real. The girl characters don't feel real. I like mm. the boy, but because the girl characters don't feel real to me, none of this feels real. You know? Yeah. Like if there's some characters that seem like they're just a magical person that would never exist then I can't believe anything that's happening. Um, But anyway, listeners, 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 if you at any point during this podcast yelled at your audio, you were like, Jackie, no, or whatever, or just like, ah, please uh, just email us what you yelled. (laughs) That's it. Just email us what you yelled. Yeah, maybe put up a bit of a filter. Yeah. Don't be mean. You fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? And yeah, about? just keep perspective that we don't we don't really see where this story goes. For all we know, at the end of the show, we all learn. I think it's my conspiracy theory. No, maybe at the end of the show, we all learn that, you know, you can't fix someone by forcing them to, and you shouldn't just give everything to somebody else because they're beautiful and they make you feel, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, like something exciting is happening in your life. Maybe they all learn that they have to work together and they have to help themselves and not everything is a snap fix. Maybe that's what the show's all about. So I either want it to be she's a complete con artist, which which is basically my conspiracy theory where she's just like pulling one over on him. Uh and that's the the reality of of this fucking manic pixie dream girl shit is that it's not real. Uh 
that's one 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 alternative ending uh which is definitely not this way the way that this goes and people would hate it uh another way that this could go is if they you know in from starting from episode five start to um be uh, kind of break the fourth wall and be self-aware and and be and, and say things like uh actually she's a, like i don't know um uh, start to kind of be self-aware in that saying like uh I'm not really a manic pixie dream girl. Like for them to like <laughs> bring it up, you know, and then to like show her side more. You you think there will be this hard left where they yeah. completely subvert your expectations? Yes. That's I what I, I need. I think we have to keep watching that. If if it if you think that'll happen, then I'm down to watch. I don't watch. think it'll happen. Know, I'm saying that's what would make this better. <laughs> uh, now I like mine, mine where it starts out manic pixie dream girl. Um, I'm going to drag you along into recovery. Uh, with romantic music and rose petals. I mean, cherry blossoms. Uh, and then the idea that it doesn't work and everyone uh, learns about the actual work that has to go into things. Mm. I don't think that'll happen. No, no, we're just party poopers. <laughs> and 22 episodes is 13 episodes too many, maybe. Not, mm, what's the math? Nine episodes too many. The show did give us a lot to say. It did give us a lot to say. It's also because say. Miles isn't here. Usually a complete party pooper makes that us loser. not want to talk. No, no he not would, really. He would just say something dumb, and and then we couldn't have our stupid, serious conversation. Ah, uh, yes. No, 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 no. He would. We should stop talking about Miles. He is his own person. We will see if he will watch this anime. And shout out to Miles. Shout out to Miles. Bye, everyone. Uh, wherever the fuck you are. Thanks for listening, everyone. Again, subscribe to us on Twitter at JJBPod. JJBPod is also our handle on Twitch and YouTube. We don't really put much stuff up there, but if you have ideas, please. You may also email us, jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. And yeah, the Patreon is patreon.com slash jjbpod. Uh, no idea what we're going to watch next week. Um, so guess you're going to have to wait around and see. Have a good week. Bye. Bye. Bye.